Hello, and welcome to Just Automate It, the podcast where we talk about the hype on automation one podcast at a time, sponsored by Waitley. I'm your host, Lindsay Willette, and today we are talking with Jake Hall, aka the Manufacturing Millennial. So to start off, could you tell us a bit about yourself, Jake? Yeah. So thanks for having me on today. It's always fun to share my story and what I'm passionate about. I started in the manufacturing industry when I was 16 years old. So pretty much the last 17 years of my life have been fully based around manufacturing and automation. I went to college and I got a mechanical engineering degree and went into automation distribution right after that. So I had a lot of great experience working with manufacturers and end users talking about the latest in robotics and automation and vision systems and safety and motion control. But my story, I guess, really became interesting in 2020 when I started to create an online brand called The Manufacturing Millennial, where I used LinkedIn as a platform to start sharing my passion and content to others in the industry. My whole goal was for so long, I think the automation industry was really boring when it came to content. And when it was one of those things where we tried to share cool information, everything was a sales sheet. Everything just had a bunch of specs and documentation. I'm like, well, geez, we do cool stuff in the industry that impacts other people on a daily basis. Let's make content more engageable. I really was doing that at the time just to stay in contact with all of the companies that I visited daily. But when during the pandemic, we had to work from home. So I was like, well, what's another way besides email and phone calls that I could reach out to them? So in 2020, my content just started to take off where I had like 5,300 connections on LinkedIn at the time, something like that. And the first year I gave like 25,000 followers. And I was like, holy cow, there's something unique here where people enjoy content that's educational, that's exciting, that is engageable. And so I just kept rolling with it. And two and a half, well, almost three years later now, now it's a full-time gig for me where I get to go around and I get to create a lot of fun content. I get to do a lot of public speaking at trade shows and associations and corporate events. And while just sharing my passion for manufacturing and automation, it's been a lot of fun. That does sound like a lot of fun. So you're talking about how you're making automation content more engaging. Could you share with me some of the projects you're working on right now? I know you mentioned that you have a LinkedIn page, you have a YouTube account. I've checked out some of your videos. I think they are interesting, especially for someone who is not in the field of manufacturing and would be interested in learning more about it. Yeah. I mean, so for manufacturing as a whole, I would say the persona for so long that manufacturing was this dark, dirty, dull, dangerous industry where our parents very much encourage us not to go into. They said, no, 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 go get a four-year degree and go work somewhere else besides manufacturing. And my whole goal was to show all this cool technology and innovation that is being used right now in, in manufacturing yeah. with the goal of we can get future generations like millennials and Gen Zs excited about this industry and say, hey, there's a great industry that's stable, that has a future for you, that's really well-paying. Either if you go down a STEM career route or go down a skilled trades route, you know, both of those professions are highly in demand right now and will be highly in demand for decades to come. So the content I always viewed as we're in a world of short form social content right? With things like TikTok and Twitter and YouTube Reels being the main driving way people are absorbing content. It's short form, under one minute content. So my whole goal with my platform as well is how can I match that content within manufacturing? So sharing content that a person can engage and read in and view within under a minute in terms of watching the video and reading the post. So that's kind of been my strategy is to go out there and 
make it exciting and engageable and not necessarily just posting a bunch of viral content, but content that's relevant to the industry that affects people's daily lives in one way or the other. Mm -hmm. So the one point that you brought up that I thought was really interesting was trying to engage more young people. I was looking at your website earlier and you had a stat that was really eye-opening to me that I think it was like something around a quarter of the workforce in manufacturing was over the age of 50 and 2022, which I really did not think of it being that way. I would think maybe like a harder labor job would be something that maybe a young person did. You mentioned that you got into manufacturing at 16. So how have you been able to get more young people interested in manufacturing? Has there been a response to your social media posts or your YouTube channel? There's a couple of different approaches that I like to do. One thing is to inspire and show other communities and companies and individuals how they can have conversations around manufacturing robotics, right? You know, the big thing that's always out there is robots steal jobs. Well, let's go out there and teach people who are in this industry ways to have discussions that no, robots aren't going to be stealing your jobs. Robots are creating jobs. They're keeping jobs domestically and, and, you know, educating those platforms. I think the other thing that as well, for me personally, I love getting involved with like my local communities. So here in Michigan, there's Discover Manufacturing, which is a full week where we bring in almost 10,000 high school students into local manufacturers to see the manufacturing floor and, and see the products that are being made to make it more relatable to them. There's so many different avenues that we can get involved with from first robotics and vex and lego league to opening up your doors for career days to be creating co-ops and internships for maybe seniors in high schools who can ad adopt it to their high school education along with some sort of a tech center program as well the big thing that i always push lindsay is with so many manufacturers being a local small to medium-sized business in the u.s i think actually in fact 98.6 percent of all manufacturers in the U.S. are classified as a small to medium-sized business. When you're a small to medium-sized business, a lot of times you're not attracting a workforce from across the U.S. You're attracting a workforce that's local to you. And if we want to have future workers, if we want to have the next generation come to workforce and manufacturing, we need to be engaging with them before they're looking for a job. We need to be working with them in middle school and high school and bringing them in and educating them on the importance of not necessarily having to go get a four-year degree or college. If math is not your savvy subject and you're great at it, but you love working with your hands, then maybe being a plumber or maybe being a welder, a machinist would be a great career opportunity for you to go into. And a lot of times kids will never have the, I guess you could say, awareness to those industries unless we're being a part of it. Because let's face it, every high school guidance counselor is telling every kid they need to go get a four-year degree and be $36,000 in student debt by the time they graduate, which just isn't ideal. It isn't ideal for a lot of people because their salary for the next 10 years, they're going to be paying off for that student debt. And maybe they'll be paying off sooner, or maybe some will get scholarships and stuff like that. But from a general consensus, I think we need to do a lot better job driving more awareness to what other industries can be offered, especially when so many manufacturers these days offer internal skilled trades programs or apprentice programs. There's just so many great opportunities that we have created, but we do a really bad job as an industry spreading that awareness to younger generations. 
I definitely can see that. I had to laugh a bit at the comment, robots are stealing your jobs. Actually, here at Waylay, what we do is we create automation software, and we do have products that are tailored to the manufacturing industry, to the equipment on the manufacturing floors. And I feel like that may be part of the solution that you mentioned about training people to use these different types of equipment and the software that you can run them with. And my next question for you, based on that, is what challenges and opportunities do you see coming to the workforce of manufacturing in the next decade with new technology, with automation, and all of the new types of equipment that is available? I think the biggest challenge we're going to be facing right now is the available workforce will not be large enough to keep up with the pipeline and production demands that are out there in the industry. When the average age of manufacturing is like pushing 50 some years old now in a lot of industries, you're wondering what's going to happen when they retire, who's going to be the future workforce. So a lot of companies are turning to automation as a way to mitigate that production hurt when you have a lot of manual processes turning to automation. But at the same time, we're going to need programmers and engineers and technicians and maintenance people to install and then upkeep these solutions. So it's just one of those things where a general automation is going to become more prevalent in manufacturing. Absolutely. Just like the tractor and the combine have become more prevalent in farming and the automated checkout has become more prevalent at the grocery store. But, you know, just because those jobs are shifting, but at the same time, we need a skilled workforce that can help create that shift to keep a lot of manufacturing here domestically. I see you're really passionate about bringing more young people into manufacturing. I can definitely tell based on your previous answers. So my question for you based on that is, what advice would you have for a young person who's considering a possible career in manufacturing, whether they go on and they get the four-year degree in engineering, or they just want to go and work at that local factory in their hometown? For me, I just look at it as such a great career opportunity for them. And, you know, go out there and find something that you're going to be passionate about. If it's going to be through going to engineering school or if it's becoming a programmer or if it's working in skilled trades, there's so many different opportunities that are out there. And I think that's why it's so important for manufacturers to be showing these younger kids what's available in the industry so they can discover what they like. Internships and open houses are a way to drive more awareness of what can happen for a kid's future. And I think that's just the best approach for it. That is a great approach. And I think we're just about out of time. And that brings us to the end of another podcast episode. A huge thanks to Jake for joining us today. We appreciate your time and we hope our listeners enjoyed the show and join us next week for another engaging episode of Just Automate It.